0: to our next series winning in life question do you want to win are you tired of losing it's easy to conclude that everybody wants to win in reality if you really think about it i believe many many people really don't want to win yolo you 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 only live once and that is true you only live once yolo So why not having the life of a winner if you're only going to live once? See, there's a lot of Christians today. I believe that there's so many people who receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And they, you know, they truly believe that when Jesus died for them, they're going to heaven. And I believe that. Unfortunately, there's a lot of Christians, but there's a lot of defeated Christians and many of us in some areas of our lives get defeated and it's it's real so hopefully this message will really make you think and make you realize about the areas in your life that is not winning or your areas in your life that needs a lot of improvement my hope is that i can somehow inspire you to want to win i want you to win yes Hopefully, you can wake up and start afresh. Isn't that a beautiful thing when you wake up and it's just, you know, His mercies are new every morning. I remember somebody said, yesterday ended last night, but today is the first day of my entire life. And that's so true. Yesterday's over. Today's the beginning of a brand new day. So whatever you're going through, let me just say this. There is hope whatever the situation there is hope even if the situation looks bleak there is hope whatever is happening around you there is a future the bible says for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future do you believe the world more than you do you you believe the word this is important For those who are here for the first time, I mentioned in my previous preaching that in order for someone to be a winner, you need to win in four areas. Not just in one, but four areas. You have to win with your spiritual life, your relational life, your physical life, and your financial life. All four areas are vital because it affects each other. That was what we mentioned the last time. Today, our big idea If you want to win in this life, you have to put God first. God first. I'm going to repeat. You want to win in this life, YOLO, you have to put God first. Sounds, you know, my son would say religious. (laughs) No, it's not. It's actually very practical. The Bible is a practical book. Tells you how to win in this life. So in all four areas I mentioned, spiritual is the most important because it helps you in your relational, it helps you with your physical, your financial, spiritual is the most important. All the other things will be added to you as well. I remember when I first went to church for the first time, this was like 36 years ago, I heard the pastor say a line, one of those preachers, and what he said, I still remember to this day, he said, show me your biggest athlete, and I'll show you a small Christian who doesn't bow down to sin. For those who don't know, I'm 5'11". I used to be 200 pounds. Now I, you know, I slimmed down and I, I love sports. So when I heard this message saying, show me your biggest athlete and I'll show you a small Christian who doesn't bow down to sin, I realized he was talking to me. See, I love sports. I hate losing. I would win a lot in the court, I play basketball, I play a lot of I play tennis. But outside the court, to be honest with you, before, a long time ago, I was losing in many areas. There are many here, you're watching here. You're probably like me, you win at work, you're probably good at your work, but sometimes we're losing in our marriage. Or you're winning in the field, you play golf well. I have friends who are good golfers. But you don't, you know, you're you're not having a good uh, relationship with people. You know, you can win with regards to physical health, but you can lose when it comes to, for example, the spiritual stuff, like being humble or defeated when it comes to uh, your pride. I learned that God is more concerned about who you become more than how you perform or what you produce. See, God's more concerned about who you become more than the amount of money in your bank account or in the nice cars you have. He's more concerned about your character than how much you have. What do I mean by winning spiritually? Spiritual stuffs are the invisible stuff. Natural things, natural stuff are the visible things like career, work, travel, money. While all of those things are not bad, It becomes a problem when the visible things are prioritized and given more value than the invisible things. Uh, What are the invisible things? For example, love. I mean, joy, peace. If you value your stuff, visible things, more than the spirit of joy or good relationships with people, then you're going to have a problem. Unless, let me say this, unless you admit you have a problem and you, know, you, and, you, and you actually know you have a problem, that's the only time you can really get healed of the problem. Many times, as a pastor, it's hard, hard to counsel people who don't believe they're, they're doing anything wrong. But if some people come to us and say, Pastor, I, I, I did something bad, I made a big mistake, Can you help me? Many times it's pride that stops you from admitting you have a problem. You're more concerned about how people think of you rather than how God thinks of you. See, God's more concerned about you than the people around you. God's even more concerned about the root of the problem, which is your heart. God is more concerned about you having the right motivation, the right intention, rather than just the results. The end doesn't always justify the means. If you want to win at all costs, even when it is not honoring to God, it doesn't make it right. I heard a player pray before a basketball game. He said, Lord, make us win this game. Please injure their best player. Thank you. in Jesus, amen. (laughs) It's not always winning. Another quote. These are some of the quotes. Winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. Have you heard that before? Or second place is the first loser. (laughs) I believe people like to win, but sometimes they want to win at all costs. But God's idea of winning is kind of different. His idea of winning is you prioritizing the invisible things more than the visible. He wants to bless you with the visible things, but if the invisible things are not prioritized, the visible things will mess you up. Hmm. That's why he said, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. These are the invisible things. And all these things, which are the visible things, will be added to you as well. Seek, seek first the invisible things, the spiritual things. What are the spiritual things? Galatians 5, 22, 23. The fruit of the Spirit. These are invisible stuff. His love. Seek that first. Joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Against such things there is no law. You can only find them through God because he is the invisible God. You have to know God and be imitate with him and uh, intimate rather with him and build a relationship with him. Salvation is a gift. Intimacy is a choice. There are so many Christians who I believe will will be with God one day, but you can be a defeated Christian if you don't have an intimate relationship with God. So the question is, Lord, how do I get get to be intimate with you? I'm glad you asked. So before I explain this, will will you do this? Will you do what I'm saying if I really explain it and preach it to you? Because this explanation is useless unless you really actually will do what I'm going to say. I want you to win. But before you can even win, you yourself need to want this. You have to be sick and tired of losing. Until you're really sick and tired of losing, you will keep on losing. Okay? Okay. The answer to my question, how am I going to be intimate with God? We're going back to the basics. I would love for you to memorize This favorite verse of mine in Acts 2.42. It reads, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. The four ingredients. Listen up. To winning spiritually. Spiritually first. Pray. Talks prayer. It's all about prayer. Okay? Meditate. That's uh, when it says apostles' teaching. It's talking about You learning how to meditate. The breaking of bread is talking about you proclaiming God, proclaiming Jesus, and lastly, fellowship. So the first key to winning spiritually is prayer. Okay? How am I going to win over the the visible things? Oh, honestly, I love prayer. I love prayer. I talk to God now a lot, but unlike before. I, I wasn't like this before. Because I realized I had a wrong understanding of prayer. If only Christians would learn how to pray, we are probably going to be doing around 80 to 90% of the problems of this world. (laughs) Because prayer to me has become a, in the past, has become a religious activity that the enemy made it into a religion. He made it into a task. It's like I'm attending a prayer meeting. Why? Can't you talk to God now? Okay. I I believe in congregational prayer, but prayer is very simple. You can talk to God like you're talking to your best friend, your closest friends. You don't schedule a time to talk to your friend, right? Or, okay, I'm going to be talking to my friend. No, no, you can just call him. What more God? He's with you, listening to you 24-7. 1 Thessalonians 5, uh, 17 says, pray Without ceasing. Okay. We're going to be doing more practical application on prayer. This is going to help you. Some of you, you probably need to start praying twice a day. Maybe in the morning, in the evening. Some of you need, you can do it three times a day. Okay. Some of you can do five times a day. Okay. My practical side would be talk to God every hour. Just 60 seconds, 60 seconds every hour. Okay, what does that mean? You wake up from 7 to 8. Why not give God your one minute? From 8 to 9, give him another minute. Take a break. It's not to be good in the computer for so long or doing something. You're in sports. Time out. Go there. Talk to God. Lord, help me in my sports or whatever. But talk to God every hour. 60 seconds, that's all it takes. What are you trying to create? You're creating a habit of faith. You're creating a habit of prayer. The reason why you're doing that is, you know, you don't pray to someone who is not available. The reason you're praying is because you believe that this invisible God is here beside you and that he's listening to you all the time. So you're exercising your faith muscles. See, faith is like a muscle. Okay, it cannot grow overnight. Uh, some of my friends asked me, uh, Pastor Jay, how come you can lift a 35-pound dumbbell easily? Well, I've been doing it for years. But when I first started, five pounds was like, Ugh! but now it's like, you know, it's easy because I've been doing it a lot. It's just, just like prayer. Faith increases, prayer increases. Okay, so someone asked me, Pastor, how do I know his voice? Well, when a baby starts crying or shouts, Mama, the mom would know if it's her child. Hey, that's my child. The sheep knows the shepherd's voice. Why? Because it spends a lot of time with the shepherd. Make sense? Okay. The second key to winning spiritually is to meditate. I talked about this, I think, two, three weeks ago. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Okay? It's not like, It means it's always with you. So when you speak, it's always with you. But you shall meditate on it day and night. God emphasized not not 10 seconds, not 15 minutes. Day and night meaning all the time. You think about it all the time so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. The Greek word to meditate is to regurgitate. Okay, what is to regurgitate? I used to think it was like brushing your teeth, you you gargle. (laughs) No, No. to regurgitate, it was actually a word used for sheep. See, when the sheep would regurgitate grass in their mouth, what they do is they chew on the grass. You know when the sheep would eat, they'd chew on the grass and they swallow it. And then they have the ability to bring it out again in their mouths and they chew it again (laughs) and they swallow it again and they bring it in and out and out and in and they chew on it the whole day. Okay. That's what regurgitate means. That's what meditate means. So to regurgitate the word of God is to chew on it, the same verse, the same word, the whole day, maybe the whole week until it sinks from your head. To your heart. See, meditation is not reading, but you can't meditate if you don't read. Right. On a side note, if you are really serious about understanding this this particular verse Acts two forty two, study the book of Acts for an entire month. Okay. And when you do a book study, here are my tips: ask the questions like, "Who wrote this book? Where is the author coming from? When was Acts written?" When Who was it written for? Where where was the author when he wrote this? What was his intention? Why did he say what he wanted to say? What's the situation of the land when this was written? What motivated the writer to write this book? What is the book saying to me in my season right now? And so on and so forth. So when Dr. Luke wrote this book of Acts, he entitled it The Book of Acts because it is action-filled It wasn't just about writing a story. It was about people starting a church, the early church. It was about people dying because of their convictions. It is more real than the superheroes in the Marvel movies, because these were real heroes trying to save the world, not just from natural wars, but with eternal consequences. This is the real deal, folks. Luke himself was a fighter for lost souls. He wanted them to win. They wanted to win them through, through Christ. That's why he wrote this. This is not just applicable during their days. It's practical even for the the lives we live here in the 21st century. So what do you do? Meditate on the word. Meditate on the word. My, My children used to tell me, Dad, why do you keep telling us to meditate on the word? Meditate on the word. You know why? Because you're still not meditating on the word. How many preachings, how many times will you hear the word that you have to read it? And you still don't have a Bible, some of you. You can't read if you don't have a Bible. How you can't meditate if you don't read? Okay, so to recap, how do you become strong and how do you win in this life? You can win by winning spiritually. Put God first. And the first two things we're talking about is prayer, practice prayer every hour, and meditation on the word next week we will continue with part two of winning in life do you really want to win guys i hope you are and i'm looking forward to the many victories you have this week we're gonna win by praying and meditating